Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. People won't accept being lied to. Uh, They won't. So there's a great fracture coming and you're living through it right now. You're seeing the left and their media acolytes, these ass-kissing acolytes, kind of create an alternate reality that doesn't exist that defies the facts on the ground. And then you're seeing us as we accept the real world. And what's happening is you're seeing this insane, like, extinction burst of behavior on the left, in the media, where despite creating an alternate reality, that, despite doing that, they accuse us of what, what they're doing. I've got more of that. I've got audio and video coming up right at the beginning of the show. It's going to show you exactly what I mean. From The View yesterday, a dreadful show, but it's worth it for this. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up for your digital rights. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I got a loaded show. The retconning continues. The left continues to rewrite history despite the fact that they're ignoring that the stuff is on tape. It's on digital. It's on video. It's on audio. We know what they did. I'll explain what I mean coming up. I've got that. Also, the New York Times and what I and what has to be the, I mean, huge balls moment of the month. The New York Times and the Brookings Institution, the PP paper, the PP hoax paper, and the dossier institution combining to tell us what misinformation is. <laughs> that's a classic. That's it. Yes, Sorry. that's an instant class. This really happened. Not a joke. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. All right. You know, one quick personal note. We thought my uh, one of my daughters had the Rona, and uh, yeah. uh-uh. no, 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 uh, which is weird. She was exposed to someone, and her back hurt. She didn't have a fever, and but no, three days in a row. No, this Rona is like the weirdest thing ever. She must have some antibodies because she was exposed to me and someone else, um, and nothing. No, she. So that's. I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not even sure anymore if it's good news or bad news. Like you got, you got to get it, get it eventually. And you get the antibodies, but no, she's just the weirdest thing, this thing, the Rona. Listen, there's a fracture coming. Um, The great fracture is coming, and I'm going to refer to this often in the coming months and weeks because there's no way this can continue. You know, people don't like being lied to. They'll Now, what's happened in the Trump year is people have accepted being lied to because it served their interests if they hated Donald Trump. They didn't care. 
you know, they believed that January 6th was an insurrection or they pretended to believe it. They believed Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. They believed all this nonsense, right? Um, they believe that the right are the ones who question elections when that's really a leftist phenomenon. They believed all this stuff. They accepted it. It's almost like going to a movie, right? Suspension of disbelief. You know it's fake, but you go anyway because you're enjoying yourselves. The liberals enjoyed attacking Donald Trump, so they suspended disbelief and they allowed themselves to be lied to. Everybody tracking? But there's a fracture coming. The great fracture's ahead because the left is now lying so often and so boldly, as I'll show you with the New York Times in this video coming up, that I, I think outside of the real lunatics on the left, maybe 15% of the population, the bizarre lunatics, the people who really buy into the socialist nonsense, the rest of the people are like, we've had enough. Here's what I mean. I want to play this clip. This is Anna Navarro on The View. Now, Anna Navarro is a total fraud, a phony. Everyone who knows Anna Navarro knows she's a fake She'll do anything for a dollar. She doesn't care if she if she need if she needs to be a fake Republican for a buck. She'd be a fake Republican. If someone wanted to pay her to be a conservative, she'd take that. She's a total phony. So she goes on the View. She pretends to be a Republican. She's really a hardcore leftist. She's probably to the left of uh, of uh, of uh, what's Joy Behar on that show. But this is a perfect example. She's trying to in insinuate here that Republicans are the ones who question elections. And Republicans are the violent ones and the Trump supporters. While she retcons history about the 2016 election and then goes on to question an election. So just to be clear, here's Anna Navarro saying, don't question elections while she questions an election. And it says, we're not the violent ones and forgets the video I'm going to show you next. Check this out. They're putting their own positions over democracy and over defending the U.S. institution of, of, a, of a legitimate election. Look, I felt, I felt that Joe, Donald Trump had not been legitimately elected. I thought he'd gotten help from the Russians. But you know what? It would have never occurred to me to take up arms against Donald Trump. That's just not what we do in America. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's hilarious. This is hilarious. This really is. This is like laughing dude emoji stuff on social media. She says, listen, we shouldn't be questioning elections. That's not what we do here in America. And then she goes on to say, hey, I don't believe Donald Trump was legitimately elected in 2016 because she believes the PP hoax. And this is this just happened. And then she says, hey, you know, violence isn't like because she's a leftist. That's not really a leftist thing in America. This is what I'm talking about by them creating two entirely alternative realities. Nothing Anna Navarro said there is true, as she indicates in her own little speech. We don't question elections here in the United States, but I don't think Donald Trump was elected in 2016 legitimately. You just questioned elections. Are you a dunce? In the same sentence. In the same sentence. Here's Navarro may have forgot this. Here again, another retcon of history. You go back and you retcon your story. Here's the 2016 election. This is right after uh, Trump's inauguration. I don't know if you remember this. Of course, the media never talks about it, but there's no violence on the left. 
None, Joe. There's no Antifa. There was no BLM. There were no big city riots after George Floyd. There was no violence after the Trump election, which is really strange. Here's a report by The Telegraph, a video audio you can hear. And uh, this looks kind of violent to me. Bunch of people running around in ninja suits, breaking stuff up. I remember this well. Check this out. As Donald Trump takes office, chaos on the streets of the U.S. Capitol, with protesters smashing windows, blocking traffic, and clashing with police. About 500 people, many wearing black masks and hoodies, marching through downtown, using hammers to claw up chunks of pavement to attack a Bank of America branch and a Starbucks. Others throwing bottles and rocks at police, who detain dozens on charges of rioting. Law enforcement chasing down masked demonstrators through the alleys in downtown D.C., where protesters shed their masks and black clothes after vandalizing property. Protesters also smashed the windows of a limousine and later set it on fire. Looks like an insurrection to me, as the boys just said here. Yep. Or as Justin indicated, don't worry, it's a mostly peaceful uh, burning and assaulting. And uh, that mostly peaceful, mostly peaful window breaking and burning of the town in Washington, D.C. and attacking. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. A, a great, I'm serious when I say a, a great fracture is coming. And it's a good thing. It's going to be, it's going to be some short term pain involved. There is. But long term. Here's where I see this going. I'm not in the predictions business. I, I try not to do it. I did some before the holiday. The New Year's Eve is kind of like a, a satire, but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe my predictions will come true, but you're going to see more of this. People are evacuating in mass these lunatic liberal states and cities, and they're moving to conservative places where they can be respected and run their businesses and left alone. But you're seeing in the global level, too, a bifurcation of the Internet, which I've been talking about a lot. This growth of this parallel free speech economy where we conservatives run it so we can commit to things that matter to us. It's free speech for everyone over there because we, we know the liberal ideas are so dumb. They're welcome over there to spread them so we can mock them and laugh at them. Their ideas are so stupid. But I'm sensing this fracture and it's going to continue and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to agree on everything all the time. And the sooner we let these people do their thing up in their deep blue states and pretend they never questioned elections as they question elections, pretend they're not the violent ones as they burn down their own cities, the quicker we can escape and get to areas that respect the God-given, God-given freedoms and liberties of everyone. The sooner the better. The great fracture's coming. You know, it's interesting, too, how the left still insists that the 2020 election you shouldn't be asking any questions about the 2020 election. Whenever you tell me what to ask or what to talk about, not to talk about, I talk about it more because it tells me your fear of me talking about it means there's something there to be talked about. You get it? Got it? Good. Yeah. So here's what I mean. Just the news story, uh, John Solomon's site. He has a big, big story over there. If you haven't read this, go to my newsletter, please, today. This is one of those must-read articles. Bongino.com slash newsletter. You can follow us and sign up right there. It's all free, of course. I will send you these articles every day. This is an important one. You probably didn't hear about this in the mainstream media. If you, if you do see it, it'll be a light touch, I promise you. But Anna Navarro, who questions the 2016 election because she thinks there's a pee-pee tape out there, because she's a crazed lunatic, um, probably isn't going to address this story about Georgia, a swing state, opening up an investigation into possible illegal ballot harvesting in the 2020 election. Oh, oh, wait, what? Wait, I thought we weren't allowed to talk about that. Well, again, you tell me what I'm not allowed to talk about. I just talk about it more because that's what I do. 
because I give you the double barrel middle finger because I don't care what you have to say. I care about the truth. So from the report, you'll find that Georgia authorities have now launched an investigation into an allegation of systemic ballot harvesting during the state's 2020 general election and subsequent U.S. Senate runoff and may soon issue subpoenas to secure evidence. Uh, Brad Raffensperger, who's kind of a strange guy, confirmed to just the news. Folks, ballot harvesting, the collecting of a ballot by a third party. In other words, someone knocks on your door. Hey, Dan Bongino, I'd like to take your ballot. Is illegal in Georgia. Why? It introduces the possibility for fraud. How do you know the third party collecting your ballot if you don't drop it off directly? How do you know that third party isn't manipulating the ballot? Oh, we just trust them? That's not the way this works. We trust election officials to hopefully do the right thing. You don't introduce a third party. Ballot harvesting's illegal. From what I'm hearing about this case, it could be a big one. There's apparently some videotape of some ballot boxes of late night drops in there. Do we know there was fraud in there? No, we don't. But if there was ballot harvesting, we know one thing, that there was most definitely illegal activity, which would mean illegal votes. Ballot harvesting's illegal. It's illegal. You get the difference, right? Because someone took it from you doesn't mean they changed who you voted for. But them taking it from you and dropping it off makes it an illegal vote in and of itself. You're not allowed to do that. All right. Ballot harvesting is not legal in Georgia. It shouldn't be legal anywhere. It introduces profound, profound abilities for people to fraudulently manipulate ballots. This should be common sense. Are you going to hear about that story from Anna Navarro? No, Anna Navarro is going to tell you how she doesn't believe you should question elections while she still believes in the pee-pee hoax and questions the 2016 election. These are the kind of clowns we have to deal with on the left all the time. Folks, this, this can't continue. This fracture is coming. And what I'm sensing now is someone who is behind the scenes as a content provider, an activist, and an entrepreneur in this tech space. I see it like few others do. The left right now is getting desperate. They're in a panic because they're realizing that we are beating them at their own game. Wherever they suppress what we're doing, something pops up elsewhere. You push down on Twitter, you see uh, Parler and Truth Social pop up, right? You push down on video, you see Rumble pop up. You push down on ad exchanges, Rumble creates an ad exchange. Whatever they've pushed down on, we have created the alternate in a parallel economy. I've got payments coming up again soon. Payment processors coming up again soon. Don't Stay tuned for that. So they're starting to realize the more they push, the more they've created this parallel ecosystem where conservatives control it, and they're freaking the out. I'm seeing it. The cat lady cannot stop melting down. She's indicative of what that entire movement does. They don't know what to do. They keep losing. You're seeing this extinction, this extinction burst of behavior. Here, this article is a perfect, perfect exemplar of this right here. The New York Times, the PP paper that promoted the all, you name the hoax, the New York Times promoted it. The collusion hoax, the Hunter Biden, Russian disinfo folk, a hoax. The New York Times has promoted so many debunked juvenile, ridiculous hoaxes that it's hard to believe people still subscribe. To this. I, 
sadly, I have to have a subscription for the show to get this stuff. Believe me, it pains me every second giving these idiots a dime. I have no, no choice. I can't steal their stuff. I am still a capitalist. But this story is hilarious. I mean, Johnny dangerously elephantitis of the nuts with this case. Huge gonads. New York Times PP paper here. They have this, or I see this this morning, I had a laugh, by Stuart Thompson, who is a total clown. He had to delete a tweet about me. He's such a joke, this guy, right? This guy, I mean, I want to talk about a, 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 I mean, a life failure who tried to find a way in journalism. And the New York Times is like, hey, life failure? Come on over to us. We have a lot of those. <laughs> he has this article, election falsehoods surged on podcasts before Capitol riots. Researchers find. <laughs> you see what they're doing here? You see what they're doing here? Here it is, folks. Wink and a nod. All you people who publish podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, ScrewTube. Election misinformation. This is from the... This is from the New York Times. The primary outlet for election disinformation in the cosmos. The leading PP tape hoax paper before the 2016 election has the balls to write an article about election falsehoods. Here's the... You want to talk about the temerity. Here's the even more hilarious part. Who did the study? Showing election falsehoods surged on podcasts. The Brookings Institution. Yes, the Brookings Institution. Remember Danchenko, Fiona Hill, Ta 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 Strobe Talbot, all the, the, the whole dossier hoax thing? That all came out of the Brookings and people who worked there at the Brookings Institution. Moose nuts. Folks, this is moose balls. I'm sorry. I know it's a family-friendly show. I got to let loose one. I'm very sorry. You may have to tune out. This is Moose Cajones. The paper that pumped the PP hoax in the dossier publishes a report by the Brookings Institution where all of the dossier hoaxers worked or had connections to. It's publishing a study about election falsehoods. Mooseketeers. Joe. Joe. Yeah. You ever dude. see Johnny Dangerously, folks? If you haven't seen. Johnny, Johnny Dangerously, <laughs> the elephantitis of the nuts. You need to go look at it. Go, go put it in the search engine. You'll see what I mean. I let me just read this because I, I, I really, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't, I can't anymore with this. This is Stuart Thompson, this dipwad at the New York Times, the PP paper. It says Apple Podcast guidelines say the company is not allowed podcasts that may lead to harmful or dangerous outcomes. Apple declined to comment. Then they talk about Spotify and Google Podcasts. Do you see what these dipwads do? By the way, to Stuart Thompson, they, I don't think you understand. Like I said, there'll be some short-term pain. They are doing us a favor. I'm not kidding when I tell you this. By the way, they go and attack Steve Bannon's podcast, Glenn Beck, Mark Levin, mine. It's just standard Stuart Thompson, New York Times, PP paper nonsense. They, The, the New York Times is all in on full-blown communism and speech suppression. Fascism, these are their tactics. This is what they want. Do you understand what these scumbags are up to? That is what they are up to. They hate free speech. They can't stand it. They can't stand it. They want you silenced and shut down. 
and they want to hide their own massive malfeasance in creating a fairy tale of election nonsense in the 2016 election. So they blame you. They're doing us a favor, though. I'm telling you, they're doing us a favor. I'm living it. Why? Because the best thing that can happen right now, it's going to sound crazy, but I'm telling you it's true, is a mass ban by all these platforms. Get rid of all of us. Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Number one, it will cost them a massive chunk of business. The only reason this hasn't really significantly impacted the left-wing big tech infrastructure's bottom line is this. They ban one at a time. They ban one at a time. Just get rid of all of us. That sounds crazy. No, it doesn't. You will force us all into doing what we're already doing right now. Check out this Breitbart piece. They decided to attack ad exchanges. You know, ad exchanges where you can buy and sell ads on websites. So what did Rumble do? You want to read the article, you can read it yourself. Breitbart, Alan Bakari, Rumble launches its own advertising marketplace. I promise you this will be one of our biggest revenue generators yet. Not only are we into the cloud now, are we into rumble rants? We're picking up a major, major, major person off of YouTube and Patreon. We're going to be putting them on locals and rumble now. That announcement will be coming out today. And ladies and gentlemen, they are doing us a favor. Just get rid of us all at one time. We will all go over onto these alternate platforms. We will blow them up and we will be free of you imbeciles once and for all. The Stuart Thompsons of the world who works for the PP paper. This embarrassing disgrace to his family, his neighbors, and everyone around them. You know exactly what you're doing, Stuart. You are trying to destroy people's God-given right to speak out in a free country. You're a disgrace. You and your embarrassing hoax paper promoting all of these hoaxes with those jokers at the Brookings Institution and that you don't even see it or you do when you don't care how the PP paper working with the PP institution managed to write an article about election interference is the funniest thing I have seen all year and it's January 5th. We'll see. In December I may be saying the same thing. <laughs> big time. Big. That's Stuart. <laughs> That's Stuart in the New York Times every single morning. Wink it enough, Apple. Maybe we should cancel you people. Do me a favor, Apple, Spotify. Take your advice from Stuart. C- cancel me. I will move right over to, uh, to Rumble full-time. More Rumble there. Full-time. You will only, only expand the free speech economy. We will never succumb to your tyranny. Ever. Ever. All right. Let me get to my second sponsor. Here's what I got on the other side of this uh, uh, break here. When is Google, Apple, and Spotify going to address misinformation out there by the New York Times and Joe Biden? Joe Biden said something yesterday that is absolute misinformation, disinformation. It's a lie. Absolute. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When's Joe Biden going to be called out for misinformation? I'll get to that next. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. It's cold quick. I keep the AC on. 
ice there. Did you feel a little cooler in here today, right, gents? Yeah, yesterday it got hot in here. I don't know if you saw, I was like sweating a little bit. You got to turn it down. I like it like an ice box in this joint. So speaking of misinformation, like Stuart Thompson and the New York Times and the Brookings Institution, when, is, when are these big tech companies going to do something about them? Um, the answer is they're not because they have their lips surgically attached to the rumps of the leftist activist movement as their business models slowly collapse and disintegrate before their eyes. Remember, CNN and the mainstream media thought they had a monopoly on the news market, too. Then we saw Fox and years later, it was like, wow, look what happened. Our entire business collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. huh? CNN. Chronic third place in a three-way race. Here's what I'm talking about. The wave of misinformation and disinformation is almost exclusively a leftist phenomenon. Here's proof right here. Here's Joe Biden in his speech yesterday saying something, as I said, absolutely false. Absolutely false. If you believe in facts, data, science, or common sense, what he says in this uh, cut is total, complete garbage. And yet, where's the New York Times, Stuart Thompson, and the misinformation machine calling them out? Nowhere, because they love, as I said in the beginning of the show, you have to understand. Listen to me. The verdict is in. The left loves being lied to. These people are not smart. They believe the PP hoax, the dossier, the Hunter Biden Russian disinformation myth. They believe the 2016 election was stolen. Al Gore should be president. And they also believe that we are currently living through in the United States a, quote, pandemic of the unvaccinated. You doubt me? Here is the Pino, president in name only, Joe Biden, yesterday saying exactly that. Check this out. You know, we've reduced the number of American adults without any shots from 90 million to about 35 million in the past six months. But there's still 35 million people not vaccinated. And let me be absolutely clear. We have in hand all the vaccines we need to get every American fully vaccinated, including the booster shot. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You know, I had the vaccine early on when I was going through the cancer thing. Early on. I got coronavirus. I don't know if it was Delta or Omicron or whatever. I'm guessing, given around the time period I got it, it was Delta. I was vaccinated. So how is it a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Oh, Dan, that's a single subject design. Ladies and gentlemen, I can guarantee you, my listening audience right now, which numbers in the millions across our platforms, right? I can guarantee you just about everybody listening to this program right now knows someone who was vaccinated, who caught coronavirus. Where are the fact checkers? Where's Stuart Thompson in the PP paper, the New York Times? Where are you guys? Are you writing articles condemning Joe Biden today for misinformation? By, do you understand, like, this is not consequence free. Not just is Joe Biden degrading the credibility of the United States government and the science infrastructure by saying things that are absolutely false. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated people are coming down with coronavirus by the thousands. That is made up. Not just are the consequences of growing distrust of government and liars like this hapless bag of bones in the White House. 
a growing distrust of the scientific institution. Where's the CDC calling Joe Biden out today? But think about it. All of the people out there who've been told lies about coronavirus, the mask will help prevent you from getting coronavirus. People, you understand people believe this. They go out thinking it's some prophylactic mechanism to prevent them from getting the coronavirus. It will not. There's a consequence to that. Think about all the dopey liberals who were sadly high. I don't wish ill on anyone, anyone. Not in my character. But think about all the dopey libs who listen to these morons about masks and vaccines, a pandemic of the unvaccinated, who go outside with a mask and vaccinated, who are high risk, who now think they're safe. You want to talk about dangerous misinformation? That New York Times thing we just put up before. Stuart Thompson, that dipwad, he puts up that thing that says Apple has a rule against dangerous information. What is it? Oh, thanks, guys. It says, uh, what is it called? Um, may lead to harmful or dangerous outcomes. That Apple's supposed to ban podcasts? How many podcasts then are they banning Apple? Thanks for pulling that up. How many podcasts are they going to ban by leftists who told people that the vaccine and the mask was going to save them. You understand how that can be dangerous, correct? You're incentivizing people to engage in behaviors that could cause them a malicious or harmful outcome under the guise that they're protected by a vaccine and a mask while you have no evidence. You may be protecting them from hospitalization or death, but the mask and the vaccine are not protecting you from infection at all. How is that not dangerous? How is Joe Biden not spewing misinformation there? Now, the nice part, the great fracture is coming. Conservatives who believe in the real world, the truth and fact, we already knew to be cautious. We knew the mask wasn't going to do anything. And we know the vaccine no longer protects you against infection. We know that. We knew it early on. Not the liberals. The dopey liberals, folks, are still buying the misinformation and disinformation machine on the left coming from their mouths and at people like Joe Biden. You want to see another piece of misinformation? The mask cult. Again, putting people in, in, in literal danger by insisting they're safe with masks and a vaccine. And Joe Biden, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, implying you can't get it if you're vaccinated. Still, this was yesterday. Here's a video from the Today Show. Another series of crazy people talking about how, oh, no, we got to put two masks on. And don't worry, the good part about the two masks is no air gets in the sides, folks. No air. No, there's no air exchange. This is great. Check this out. They go all the way over your head. Not the most comfortable, but very, very snug. Not mm -hmm. a lot of air is getting in between the sides of my cheeks mm -hmm. or the tops of my cheeks. Still doing it, folks. Still the mask called. Still going. Well, horse blinkers, right? Someone told me it's horse blinkers, not blinders. I hope that's right. Horse blinkers, straight ahead. It doesn't matter what happens. These people are fully invested in bullshit. You get the rest. Get your vaccine, put a mask on. They're fully invested. Then I love her selling point. Don't worry, air doesn't get in. That's just a terrific selling point, not, as I said on much. my radio show yeah, yesterday. Not That's much. it. Yeah, Joe, who needs air? Uh, air is definitely overrated, folks. 
Um, I, I was I was joking yesterday in the radio show. That's like you go into a car dealership, right? You buy a car and the guy's like, hey, here's one of the selling points of the car. The brakes don't work, <laughs> but it goes super fast, super fast. You're like, dude, did you say the brakes don't work? I don't pay attention to that. The car goes fast. That's the selling point to her mask. Uh, her approach to masking is don't worry. You can't breathe. No air gets in the sides. No worries. <laughs> Cult. I swear it is cult fill in the blanks all right here's what i got coming up again the fractures happening there is a mass exodus to freedom loving states happening right now and some of these non-freedom loving states are going to be left to clean up a disastrous mess this fracture is coming freedom matters we yearn to be free all the time people do not want to be subjugated and they shouldn't be I got more on that coming up next. Don't miss it. So the fracture is happening. The great fracture. Freedom-loving Americans who support freedom and God-given liberty for all and the left, fully embedded in tyranny, defunding the police, street crime, government-run health care, uh, government-run horrible public schools. They're invested in all that. We are not. The people who aren't are getting out which is going to leave the left a mess in their blue cities to clean up themselves. You don't believe me? Here's another just the news story. Be in the newsletter today. The great fractures happening as the mass exodus from blue states continues. They will have to deal with it themselves. Madison Hearnison, just the news. Not enough U-Haul trucks for fleeing Californians in 2021 amid the ongoing blue to red flight. Red states are the top five gainers in U-Haul growth signaling migration trends by measuring the net difference between one-way entries and exits of the company's rental trucks. Let me sum that up for you. People can't get rental trucks to get the hell out of California fast enough, and nobody's renting uh, rental trucks to go back to California. The trucks aren't going back. They're one way. That's it. See you, baby. Goodbye. Couple moves from California to Texas. You'd say, oh, don't worry. We'll just find someone. Joe, it's the business model, right? We'll just find a couple moving from Texas to New York and return the truck. No, you won't. The trips are one way. Yep. You will not find someone. You will have to drive that sucker back yourself. Why is this happening? Because the great fracture is going on. Folks, these people are going to be left to clean up their own mess. And I will ask you again as a personal favor to the leftists out there thinking about moving down to states like Florida and Texas and destroying them like you've destroyed your own. Please don't. It's a free country. I can't say this enough. I can't tell you what to do. I actually believe in freedom. If you choose to move, you can move. You're an American citizen. You're entitled to that right. I'm asking you as a favor to please don't do it. We don't want you down here. You know, Guy's down here. Guy moved down here. It's a totally different world. He saw it the minute he moved down here. It is a different world down here in Florida. It is a different world in places like Texas and Wyoming and South Dakota. We, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, although I realize it is, but I'm serious. We really don't want you. I'm just ask people. I'm not kidding. There was that story out of, uh, I saw on Fox this morning. I don't know if you guys caught it. There was something on Fox this morning. Someone in Palm beach was handing out a bunch of uh, flyers saying, if you're one of those woke Northeasterners, like, please go home. We're not, I'm not kidding folks. People genuinely don't want you to, I know it's painful to hear because you're liberals. You place yourself high on the moral totem pole. You virtue signal, you have this sense of superiority with you, you know, your, 
your nose up in the air, looking down at everyone. I get it. I know that's how you, so it's hard to hear nobody wants you, but we don't. You're welcome in your own states. Stay there. You've ruined them. You do you. I'm sad it happened. New York was my home. It's a shame to see what you've done to destroy this place. I don't think the new mayor is going to be any different than the old mayor, by the way. It's already continuing this stupid vaccine mandate, right? But please do not come down here. Spread to the, my conservative friends. Can you please play this podcast out loud around your liberal friends so they hear it? You're not wanted. We don't want you down here. Please. I can't. I've, I've said this now on four or five straight podcasts. Conservatives, please come on down. Liberty lovers, liberty respecting Democrats, come on down. Everyone else, stay out. The damage you've created have cost people lives. My Fox show this weekend, by the way, um, unfiltered. Set your DVR Saturday at 10. Uh, it's an unintentional plug, by the way. But we're going to do a segment on this. How they're actually costing people's life. Your life is at risk in some of these blue states because of the things they've done. That's not a joke. I'll show you on the show this weekend. You'll see what I'm talking about. Folks, the fracture's happening. It's been the theme to today's show. You're seeing it here. I covered it yesterday. Rand Paul, Washington Examiner. He's bouncing off of YouTube. This is one of the most prominent United States senators with a following to die for. Beloved by Republicans, conservatives, and libertarians. Rand Paul. He's leaving YouTube. YouTube, losing one of their most high-profile people, Rand Paul, to come over to us at Rumble. The fracture's happening. Smile a little bit. They're going to be left with their cesspool over there. And for those of you on the left, like, oh, this is such a joke. You know, Rumble's a small fraction of YouTube. You know, Parler, Truth, Getter, they're all going to be small fractions of, of Twitter. Yeah, that's what they said about Fox News when they started, too, going up against the mainstream media. None of it's going to happen overnight, but I promise you it's going to happen. It's been a serious show today, man. A lot of, like, hardcore material. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Hold on. Yeah, a lot of stuff, man. Let me go to a little comic relief from Joe's region. Joe's a Maryland guy uh, up in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. So this story is a little bit funny. I don't do a lot of humor on the show, but we need it after the um, we were a, a red line on the intensity meter for the first 41 minutes of the program. <laughs> Post Millennial has this great article here. So as you know, there was a very uh, sad situation that developed in Virginia over the past two days. I-95 got clogged up. People were stuck on I-95 for 10, 15, 20 plus hours. I-95 in the Virginia area was iced out. So, of course, the Dan Bongino rule uh, about determining the intentions of Democrats always, you know, I'm proven right every time. What's the rule? The rule is we think liberals are people with bad ideas, but liberals think conservatives are bad people with ideas. So because liberals think we're bad people, they always have to go on the attack without even, you know, doing any fact analysis, any fact checking. Any, they just go on the attack. Post-millennial. Liberals blame Glenn Youngkin, the uh, governor-elect of Virginia, for the Virginia traffic crisis, who hasn't even been sworn in yet for the <laughs> I-95 traffic jam. So here are some of the tweets from, again, liberals who are convinced we're bad people, so convinced they do no fact-checking and they have no sense of irony like Stuart Thompson in the New York Times in the PP paper with the PP Brookings Institution writing an article about election information. No self-awareness on the left at all. Here's a guy named Scott Rhodes. This post-millennial article has a bunch of tweets. 
by Dopey Libs. Here's Scott Rhodes on Twitter. So where's Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin in this I-95 mega disaster? Question mark. 48 miles shutdown for hours in Virginia, and he's nowhere to be found. This never happened under Democrat Governor Northam, or any governor for that matter, exclamation point. Shit. <laughs> Dude, Youngkin's, it's January 5th, yeah. Scott Rhodes. Glenn Youngkin's not the governor till January 5th. <laughs> I mean, you you just, it's not, guys, guys, it's not just one. You got to read the piece, folks. They go on and on. That rotting bag of Cheetos, uh, Jonah Goldberg was another one. Glenn Youngkin should fix it. How? He's not the governor, you dunce. How's he going to fix it? Now, back to my bad people rule. And the reason they do this and go on the attack is just so we're clear. So we're not just whining and making a joke. The reason I put this in there is you need to understand my bad people with ideas theory. That's how liberals think about us. When you're convinced Republicans are bad people, rather than focusing on solving this I-95 tragedy that resulted, I mean, look, someone could have died. Yeah. The left only sees politics because they hate you so much. They will put their kids in masks to spite you, despite no evidence they're doing anything, or their kids are even at significant risk. They will, do, they will lie about vaccines. They will do anything. And it's because they can't stand you. They will seek a political outcome to damage you while people are freezing. Could have been to death on a highway. They don't care. Here's another PP hoaxer. You ever notice this with the PP hoaxers, how angry they are? Here's Jonathan Chait, one of the lead collusion hoaxers. I mean, a clown in every respect. Clown time. A man who's beclowned himself so much, he is like an idol amongst clowns. He's a worshipped by clowns all over the cosmos. Jonathan, Jonathan Chait. So Reagan Battalion, which is a, a Twitter account, he would, the Ray, I don't know who it is, but I, 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 they've, we've communicated, but I, I really don't have any idea who runs the account. Reagan Battalion had tweeted out, it's a bunch of Republicans, hey, listen, we can help you if you're stuck on I-95, send us the mile marker, and we're going to try to send someone to help you. Pretty nice tweet, right? I mean, I don't, what else is there to say about it? Like, thanks, guys, for doing that. It says, please reply, what do you need? Water, diapers, warming supplies, we'll try to send someone to help you. Very nice. Thanks, Reagan Battalion, for doing that. That's not good enough for PP hoaxer Jonathan Chait who again, because they think we're bad people, has to attack. He says the Reaganites used to believe in pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. In other words, taking a shot at Reagan Battalion for trying to help people out. This is who these people are, ladies and gentlemen. Denny Green, the coach of the Arizona Cardinals, said they are who we thought they were. They are crazy people who legitimately can't stand you. That's who they are. Speaking of people who can't stand you, this is a slob alert. We haven't, can we get a slob alert stinger, you think? A slob <laughs> alert for slobs? Yeah, can we work on that? Eh, this is a slob alert. I don't like slobs. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm not one of these people who's going to sit here and tell you that unhealthy lifestyles are good for you just because it's some virtue signal. Oh, no, it's healthy. You know, don't worry. Eat what you want. Do what you want. No, don't. Um, don't do that. You will get sick. It'll eventually raise the chances of you getting heart disease um, and coronavirus. If you are carrying a lot of extra weight, you can be at high risk. That's not healthy. Um, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not judging you. I have my own foibles, my own picadillos. I'm a sinner. 
Um, I'm not telling you you're, you're doing it. I'm just saying it's not the right health choice, okay? But what's really awful is when slobs on the left, like this obese monstrosity, this guy, Ethan Klein, who I've never heard of in my life, this grotesque human being, um, really, I mean a grotesquity. If there was an example to put up in a plastic surgeon's office, like, hey, I'll fix you and you won't look like this guy, this is the picture they'd have in the lobby. This is hilarious. This obese grotesquity, Ethan Klein and the post-millennial thought it would be a good idea to, atta to attack Joe Rogan's health choices. This is not a joke. I don't know if he's some kind of liberal nut. I've never heard of this clown. Ethan Klein apparently has a lightly listened to podcast or something. He came after Crowder a little while ago. Too. Crowder, he's probably criticizing his health choices too. So this grotesquity, Ethan Klein, who I can only imagine has a horrendous body odor issue too because he's got to <laughs> clean out the lumps in his obese stomach here. Ethan Klein's attacking Joe Rogan's health choices. Joe Rogan, the podcaster, who's I think 52, is shredded, is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu ninth planet black belt. He's been practicing martial arts and fitness his entire life. So here are a few photos. He was attacking his health choices and diet because apparently Ethan Klein's a lefty. So Caleb Holland posted this photo of Ethan Klein. Oh, isn't he adorable? Look at this guy. This is the photo in a plastic surgeon's office. Look like this? Need help? We can fix you. There's Ethan Klein right there. This is the guy giving you health advice. There's another photo. Look at it. Here's Joe. Ro Whoa. Ah, Whoa. This is great. This is great. Here's Joe Rogan. On the right, or that depends. Everything's reversed in the prompter. Joe Rogan's the ripped guy with the abs at 52. This obese grotesquity who, uh, look at this. Look at his slob. His head is so fat. Look at the oddly shaped melon on this guy. You know, people make fun of me like, you got a square head. At least there's not loads of fat on my chin like this slob. Look at this grotesquity right here. Look at him on the left. His head is so enormous and the rolls in his chin, it doesn't even fit in the photo. This guy's head is as big as Joe, body, Joe Rogan's entire upper body in this picture. Yeah, I get it. It's not the scale. But you get the, it could be, who knows? Ethan. Right, right, right. This guy's uh, cosplay job of the hut. That's right. Cosp <laughs> That's the right. Last time I Ethan Klein. <laughs> Very good. Very good. This guy giving health advice. All right, moving on. I've had <laughs> enough of this. On. I've had enough of this yeah. guy. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm telling you, this is the left. This is the left. <laughs> they hate you. You are bad people with ideas. When you understand that, I promise you it all makes sense. Okay, I'm going to introduce a new segment on my Fox show this Saturday night. Um, we're going to introduce a, a totally ad-lib rant, kind of emulating the podcast. I don't know what we're going to call it. I mean, we can't call it unfiltered on unfiltered. Well, maybe we should. Sabrina, you listening? Maybe we should call it that. Oh, yeah. God, thanks for reminding me. You guys got to remind me. Maybe we should call it unfiltered on unfiltered, but we're going to be introducing a totally ad-lib, zero prompter cue rant. And what I'm going to do it on this week are the schools and these dreadful Chicago's teachers unions, uh, Chicago teachers unions and others, keeping kids out of school and destroying their mental health. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be one for the ages. I'm going to get to that story um, in a second. So with regard to schools, one of the reasons I'm going to do this rant, I can maybe you guys have some suggestions can you do me a favor? Can you go to my Locals account? Locals, download the Locals app. I'm at D Bongino. We put some subscription content on there too, but a lot of it's free too. 
And can you just put some suggestions for the name of this segment? I mean, I can't call it the rant or something like that. There's, you know, rant has a negative connotation. But uh, I'm going to talk about the schools, and here's why. To the teachers' unions out there, again, there's not an attack on teachers. I, in, I insist that you understand the distinction. There's a difference between an organized interest, a union, and the people they claim to represent. Good teachers change my life, and I always want to be clear on that. But that doesn't mean this group that pretends to represent you is doing the right thing. The Chicago's Teachers Union is threatening to close down the schools again. Matter of fact, they're threatening a strike. So Arizona is showing people the way out. To the teachers unions, you can't have it both ways. You can't say on one hand, we refuse to teach the kids. We're not going to show up to work. And then when legislators say, okay, we're just going to do school choice then. And we're going to let these kids escape and go find someone who will teach our kids. No, you can't. They don't want that either. I mean, think about the depravity you have to have in your mind to say, I'm not teaching your kids and no one else will either. Well, the Daily Caller has an article about what Arizona is doing. Good for Governor Ducey there. New Arizona program allows kids to switch schools if their public school closes for even one day. To all you Republican legislators around the country, you should model yourselves after this program. Can't have it both ways to the teachers' unions. You can't say we're not going to teach the kids and no one else can either. You don't want to teach the kids? That's A-okay. We'll give the kids a voucher and they'll go somewhere else. It's the way competition works in the free world. Get used to it. Good for Arizona. All right, my final story, it impacts me. It's something, a treatment I went through. I don't want to keep talking about it because I don't want to beat this thing uh, to death. But Byron Donalds, who's a great congressman, was on with, I believe, Tucker last night or the night before, whatever it was. Uh, Byron Donalds, really good man. I know Byron and his, and his wife, they're fantastic. His wife's a big advocate for school choice, by the way, too. His wife, Erica, she's fantastic. He was on and he was talking about this really dreadful, disgusting decision by the Biden administration to take custody of the monoclonal antibody supply. Why is it dreadful? Because the federal government can't manage its way out of a wet paper bag. They did it for a reason. It appears one of the reasons they did it is because they wanted custody of it. Now, Ron DeSantis and some of the Republican legislators in Florida are claiming that the federal government isn't equitably distributing monoclonal antibodies to the states. These things can save your life. If this is in fact true, the Biden administration may be getting people killed. And Byron Donalds, congressman from Florida, is pretty pissed about it. Here he is on Tucker Carlson talking about just this. Check this out. It's definitely intentional. And by the way, Happy New Year, Lawrence. But let's get down to the fact of the matter. Ron DeSantis is the first governor to actually use monoclonal antibodies with Regeneron in our state. The federal government mocked him when he wanted to unleash them. Then they found out it actually worked. And then they had to stop Florida and other states in the South from getting them. But what they never did was actually plan for an eventuality where cases would rise. You know, like in the winter months when people are indoors, they didn't have a plan. And they executed nothing. So now every state wants some, but they're nowhere to be found because Joe Biden is in charge and he doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. Oh, wow. They just announced it. Okay. Sorry. This just happened. Like as on the show, this is really cool. Hold on one second. Nah. So Matt Coors, he, he is, uh, he does some stock analysis and crypto analysis. He was a pretty, pretty famous YouTuber, Matt Coors, K-O-H-R-S. Uh, also one of their lead Super Chat guys and Patreon guys, announced breaking um, on Rumble. This is fantastic. I can't believe it. Talking about fracturing. It's happened right now. I knew it was coming, but I wasn't sure when the release would go out. 
He is now moving over to Rumble and, uh, and Locals as his main platform. I told you, folks, it's happening. Fracture's happening right now. Sorry, didn't mean to get distracted, but that's huge news. He's a huge name over there. Their Super Chats feature on YouTube, we're now pulling him over to Rumble, where you can do Rumble Rants, which is our equivalent of Super Chats. It's going to be awesome. But Donald's is talking about it right there, this manipulation of the monoclonal antibody supply. Ladies and gentlemen, I was very sick with coronavirus. Very sick. Not a sob story. A lot of you get sick for a lot of reasons. A lot of some of you are sick right now, and I wish you health. And no matter what your politics, it doesn't matter to me. I wish you. Uh, I hope you get better. But I'm telling you, I had a really nasty case of coronavirus. Can I show you this? You know, I hate to do this during the show because sometimes it doesn't come up right away. But I want to show you this in case you think I'm messing with you here. I know I've shown it before, but this is a. I wear that aura ring. It's a biosensor ring. Here it is. Right yeah. Here. Uh-huh. It's, it, it, mens- it measures your heart rate, your body temperature. Uh, I don't have it on now. I wear it to sleep at night. But it's O-U-R-A. They're not a sponsor or anything like that. But I like the ring. It's pretty good. They give you a readiness score from 1 to 100. Uh, uh, the, I usually get a readiness score for the day. Readiness, it measures your physical readiness, your heart rate, what your sleep was, and everything like that. Um, I usually get a readiness score between like 85 and 95, which is pretty good because I sleep good. I take care of myself. The night I was sick with coronavirus, that Saturday night into Sunday morning, I woke up the next morning. This was my readiness score. I don't know if you can see that. Sorry. 34? It was a 34. Yeah. You can see that? Yeah. Yeah. My heart, look at this, my resting heart rate, you probably can't see that, was a 70 while I was sleeping. My resting heart rate is usually a 48. My body temperature, plus five. I had 103 plus fever. And my heart rate variability was 12. 12. That's like someone with heart disease. That's how sick I was. I never missed work on Monday. That was Saturday night into Sunday. I didn't even miss a day of work. I was back to work on Monday with my podcast. I got the monoclonal antibodies. I took ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, a Z-pack, fenafibrate, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin. By Monday, I was fine. It's an anecdote. It's just my story. Can't attribute that to anyone else. I was under a doctor's care at the time. Monoclonal antibodies. Yet Joe Biden's got custody of them. Fractures developing. Move to Florida quick. Maybe we'll get our own contracts. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please set your DVR for my Fox show this weekend, Unfiltered. And we are almost, are we there yet? We are almost at 2 million subscribers on my Rumble. Oh, we did it. We did it. 2 million subscribers on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. You all are fantastic. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. 2 million subscribers. But if you haven't subscribed yet, go rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks a lot for supporting the new parallel economy. I'll see you on the radio show a little later. You just heard Dan Bongino.